Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Welcome to the Big Red Bench Women in Sport podcast. I'm your host, Jer McCarthy, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter using at JerMcCarthy74. This week's guests include newly crowned Cork TG Car All-Star Erica O'Shea. We get reaction from Cork LGFA clubs Morn Abbey, Valley Rovers and Castlehaven following all three's latest Munster LGFA Championship wins. And we hear from former Cork City Women's Under-17 manager Sarah Healy. That's all to come on this week's Women in Sport podcast. Hey, hey. Hannah Looney and Erica O'Shea were the two Cork LGFA players selected on this year's TG Cahar Ladies Football All-Star Team of the Year. I caught up with Erica to talk about her prestigious first All-Star award and ahead of her club, McCroom's County Junior Final win over Bandon. Now, we are absolutely delighted here on the Big Red Bench to be joined by an All-Star, her first ever All-Star, Cork LGFA senior footballer and McCroom footballer, Erica O'Shea. Erica, congratulations. Thank you very much, sir. Um, we spoke a couple of weeks ago on the Big Red Bench Women in Sport podcast and you were looking forward to the evening. You were looking forward to a night out, not alone with your fellow Cork seniors, but uh, some of the players from the other counties as well. And you didn't honestly expect to win. I could tell that from your voice. But can you tell me what was going through your head when you heard your name called out? Oh, Jerry, I did not expect it at all. I really didn't. And like it was a dream come true for me. Like I, I thought just being nominated itself was an unbelievable experience. And to be up alongside such amazingly talented players like Vicky Wall and Sterling McLaughlin on stage, it meant the world to me. It was everything I ever dreamed of. I never thought I'd get there. And yeah, I was just delighted. Uh, a bit nerve wracking walking up to collect the uh, the trophy? Oh, definitely. I was I was in tears walking up and I was shaking and I was trying to compose myself before I went on stage, but I couldn't. Just, just pure shock by me. Like, I was lost for words as well. No, that's a that's a first, I'd say, Erica. But fair play. But um, who else was with you on the night from home? My whole family came over, and um, like my sister came over from London for the occasion. Like, and it was just lovely to have the whole family together again. Like, it meant mm. everything to me. And a lovely night for your parents. Oh, lovely! When I got up, my mum was laughing when I got um, when I said I won. Like instead of like hugging them, I was just in shock. I ran towards the stage. <laughs> I never even gave her a hug before I got it. <laughs> and tell me, who is in, who's looking after the award now? Is it yourself or, dare I say, is your mother minding it? Oh, it's right beside my mum. It's, it's right beside her uh, bedside. <laughs> no, no one getting a hand on that anytime soon. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? Come here to me. One of the things that occurred immediately afterwards, you gave an interview to the, to the Ladies Football Association uh, just on, on through their social media channels. And it had a big effect because you mentioned the fact that you had, uh, you know, you hadn't made it under 14, you hadn't made it under 16. So you were a kind of a late bloomer. as a, That's the term that you've been called lately before you managed to get into the senior team. Um like you, you are proof positive to anyone who is at that grade, young girls who might be listening to this, that if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. Oh, 100%. I really hope that there are girls out there that listen to this. And, like, I was, back in the day, I never thought I'd ever make any car games. I came home to Mam in tears so many times. I wanted to quit my club football because I got dropped from Cork and I thought I wasn't going to get anywhere and it just broke my arm's hair too watching me get so upset about it. But I was just so happy I came back now and I went back for trials because it really shows that if you put hard work, everything will come to you. You'll get what you put into it and... Like you have to learn from that failure and go stronger from it. And just, I really hope this girl that you're thinking, Eric O'Shea from a crew could do it, that they could too. 
Very well said. Um, on the night itself, there was quite a few from the Cork contingent. I, I doubt very much you're going to tell me about the after-party shenanigans or whatever went on, so I won't ask. But what about the other counties? Did you get a chance to meet some of the Meath players or was it just one of those nights where there was so much happening? Oh, no, I actually, I actually talked to a few of the Meath girls, all right, and Aileen Leahy, one of the girls I was up against, she actually came over and congratulated me. She was a lovely girl. And I met Vicky Wall and she was the sweetest girl I've ever came across. Yeah, I love it just to get to know those kind of girls too that you think you're your enemies on the pitch and to actually bond with them on night out and get to know them properly and just realize they're such like people that you can talk to any day on the street like there's no big heads than anyone mm. like Vicky Wall's player of the year there and she is the most down to earth person you come across that's very nice and it's good to hear that too. I know another person that did receive an award on the night but wasn't present because she's in New York is Hannah Looney. You must have been equally thrilled for her. Oh, I was. We were delighted for her. Like we, we rang her and faced them and uh, <laughs> she was just over the moon. Like She was screaming. Her parents were there and her whole family and everyone was just delighted for Hannah too because she won't be with us next year because she after moving abroad. Mm. So it was a lovely touch just for her to finish up before um, last year's season. To get the award, to the How did you find it? I mean, obviously you were nervous. It was a different experience, something you'd never experienced before, Erica. But it is quite a. It's it's a lovely occasion. It's a nice way to round off the year. It didn't work out on the pitch to, or in end the way Cork would have wanted. But nights like that are very very important because of all the sacrifice, time, and effort that you put in. Oh, one hundred percent. I was delighted to be honoured in the hotel that night. Like I thought, representing my county was amazing enough. And then to be named in the top 15 players in the country, I come to talk to them at last. Mm. I really, was everything I've ever dreamed of, so I, I can still lost for words from it, like, I just can't believe it happened. And you had a good a good crew from Cork with you? I did, we had the whole crew from Cork, every whole family and everyone in my club was ringing me and everyone's just delighted, like, I'm delighted to give something to my club too, you know, to, for the young girls coming up, just to show them that, you know, keep going and you'll get somewhere. Yeah, and you just mentioned that I was passing through McCroom um, last weekend and I noticed a good few signs up saying, well done, Erica, and congratulations to Erica on the All-Star. It, like for your club, as you said, it's a huge boost and it just shows, as you also said, no matter where you're from, if you're willing to put in the effort, time and sacrifice that anything is possible. Exactly. Like, you don't have to be from any fancy clubs like that win All-Ireland or anything. If you come from any club anywhere, it's just, like, like I said earlier, it's your work rate, how much you're willing to sacrifice. Like and put all the effort in like that's where you'll get out and it just shows that you just need to work hard yourself and you'll get where you want to Now the gown has to be put away the uh, the award is safely being looked after by your mother and probably being polished as we speak because the uh, you have you have to get back out on the pitch because this coming weekend um, or quite shortly you're going to be representing McCroom in a county final against Bandon Yeah I'm very excited for that it's um, their first county final now in the world and we're just hoping to you know, finish the job now and get done and hopefully win for the club. It'll be a great booster. We have a great panel this year and great coaches and I really hope we can do it for all of them. Oh, like it's obvious to me from listening to you know you you really do enjoy putting on that McCroom jersey, but I mean like your demands between college and between the Inter County season is nearly over, but the new one is about to start. I mean time is going to be of the essence for you now. Again, um, getting time to represent your club and 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 give back is obviously something that remains important to you, Erica. Oh, one hundred percent. Your club is where it all starts, and you can't forget that. No matter how far you go, your club is where you started, and it's where you you end up at the end as well. Mm. So. Like it's something I really have to look after too and my club were always very good to me so 
like I'm very happy to be representing them as well as Cork and bringing the, home the um, all-star to them too. Yeah, a lovely moment and something I think again like that a lot of younger girls that are looking up and boys as well looking up to you when they see that award again it's it's, it's a lovely, lovely boost for your club. Can I just ask um, because the season is now over and we're looking ahead to 2022 a new manager in, in Shane Ronan since we last spoke and a management team that he's announced as well obviously it's going to be very busy very quickly um, in and around the new year probably very early in the new year for you but I would imagine not you know the Meath result aside, you will be looking to build on what you did with Cork last year. Oh, one hundred percent. Like everything that you see and all the lads did for us, like they set out a great path for Shane to come up and finish off hopefully. And Shane is a very experienced man, and obviously from his win last weekend as well, one of Like he he knows what he's doing, so please God that she'll put on the right path and bring home the cup to the Cork next year. Please God. Yeah, because there is that added added element of a new manager with new ideas, like nobody's place is safe, Eric. It's not a cliche, it's a reality. Yeah, 100%. Like, I said this last year. Like, Shane Renan's actually doing trials this year for the Cork senior team, so we're all trying in for that. He's really putting in effort to bring in everyone. Like, he wants to look at every single player in every club, but he's, he's not um, rooting out anyone this year. So it's great to see because it's so that more talent will come out of the Cork, hopefully after it and he's really giving him a shot he is indeed um, can I ask as well just away from the pitch because it's getting quite close where will you spend Christmas or do you spend Christmas at home and how much do you look forward to it oh I'm buzzing yeah but, uh, we'll definitely spend it at home this year and my sister will come back from London now and all of us will be together for Christmas and the Christmas is the best time of the year that way where everyone comes together and we can all celebrate together and I said the all-star will be on the Christmas table I said the turkey this year there may not be any turkey your mother will be looking after that award so much <laughs> I'm telling you, she probably have it polished. And if anyone touches it, I'd say, look at Well, listen, um, it goes, well, look, we're going to say it again. We are absolutely thrilled and delighted for you, Erica. Everyone here in the Big Red Bench and in Corkstreet FM fully deserved All-Star, the first All-Star of many, we hope. Thanks for all your help this year and the very best of luck in the county final against Bandon. Thank you so much, sir. It's lovely to talk to you again. Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Corks Red FM. Moran Abbey qualified for the 2021 Munster LGFA Senior Championship semi-finals following a hard-earned victory over the banner from County Clare in Mallow last Sunday. I got manager Shane Ronane and captain Breed O'Sullivan's comments on making the last four and their upcoming clash with Waterford's Bally McCarbery. Uh, Breed O'Sullivan, when you get to this stage of the Munster Championship, it's all about winning. So people will see the 10-point margin and think, oh, Moran Abbey 10 points. But that game against the banner was a really tough challenge uh, and he came through. Yeah, you know, I think the scoreline probably didn't reflect how close the game was. Um, we were, I suppose, a bit sluggish at the start. You know, um, we only played last weekend and it's hard to you know, only have one week turnaround. So we were disappointed with our performance in the first half. We managed to turn things around a bit in the second half. Um, but, you know, as you said, it's knockout football at this stage. So we're just delighted to get over the line. Some serious tackles and hits going in there, as you would expect at this level, as you would expect at this stage of the championship. But you were well able to handle that. But they were sore to banner. Like it was a good, hard, physical game. 
Yeah, you know, we played the banner a few years ago in Munster Championship and we knew that they were going to be physical side. Like, they have some excellent players, but I think we're used to that physical aspect of it. Um, you know, any time that you go out into Munster Championship or All-Ireland Championship and you're playing teams from, uh, you know, um, other parts of Munster, Leinster, Connacht and, and Ulster, like, they're all really physical teams. Um, so, you know, it is a bit of a shock to the system, I suppose, but hopefully this game will stand to us going forward. No Kiro Sullivan today following the county final obviously with her shoulder but a welcome return for Roisin O'Sullivan how big a boost is that for everybody in the dressing room? Yeah it was brilliant to see her coming on today and you know I'm delighted for her um, you know she's had her share of injuries over the last few uh, over the last few weeks and you know Roisin is a stalwart for the club like she's one of our longest serving players um, so to see the likes of her coming in today was just a massive boost and delighted that she'll be with us now going forward You've had two tough challenges Aerog in a county final and now the banner um, you know just even today and playing the game that you have to play the sight of Bally McCarberry coming tomorrow I've been a couple of weeks time is going to attract a lot of attention obviously with the history there what a, what a challenge for you but also what a night and what an evening and what a day whenever it is on for the club yeah, you know, a home Munster final is um, something that you can really look forward to or a Munster final on, or a Munster semi-final on any day is something that you can look forward to. We have our share of history with Ballymac. You know, they're an excellent team. They're, you know, um, 40 county titles in a row speaks for itself. Mm. Um, so they're an excellent team. We know what to expect from them. They know what to expect from us. So it all makes for an excellent game in two weeks' time. Now Shane Renane uh, at victory over the banner uh, has Moran Abbey into a Munster Senior Championship semi-final. But it was a lot tougher than that scoreline suggests. Yeah, look, um, I think it's probably our first time playing in a, in a in a first round game. I suppose you know since we've actually you know won the county. You know it's, it's a new format this year. So um, you know I suppose there was a bit of a hangover from last week, and, and you know we we had a lot of work done for the for the county final. And I suppose you know. Everyone was probably expecting us to win today, um, you know, especially as we were playing playing in Mallow. And uh, it looked to us, uh, we were we were a little bit. Comp- there might have been a little bit of complacency there on some of the players' part, and look, maybe our own part as well. But look, I think we went when with times we needed to turn it on, we did. Um, we know that won't do in the semi final against Bally McCarberry. So look, we've I suppose we're in a good position. We're we're in the semi final, but we've lost to work on. So look, we're, we we'll we'll settle down, and um, you know, we've 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 a big two weeks ahead of us to get ourselves right for Bally McCarberry because they they are a serious opposition. They are indeed no Kiro Sullivan today, but a welcome return for Roshin O'Sullivan. Yeah, look, that's fantastic. Roshin has been out for the last, I suppose, month. She's missed uh, semi final and she missed the county final with a, with a head knock. And um, you know we're we're delighted to have her back. And look, we've we've got um, we've got uh, you know Kira. I suppose looked she played last Friday night, but uh, she she was a little bit dodgy. I suppose so. I said, look, we'd leave her on the line today, and if we were under under pressure, we'd bring her on. But I suppose we made the prudent decision to mind her today. But look, great to have Roshin back. And look, a couple of younger ones came on there now as well like Katie O'Toole uh, her first big game I suppose she's played in other games but you know she's got two great points there could have had two goals so look we're very happy overall with uh, with, the, with the players we have coming through and with the squad we're building and um, you know we know we have to be a bit better like but look we, we, we will work on that but having a sports so I think it's a huge boost to everybody to have Roisin back that experience like and just finally from your own point of view it's going to be some game with Bally McCarvey just with the history between the two clubs and everything. but the fact it's at home is a big mo- big time a big moment for your club as well yeah look we're delighted with that I suppose we, we, we could have had 
a home game today. There was a but Munster, you know, wanted to have a double header in here with with, with, with Castlehaven early on, and look, well done to them on their on their great win. Um, you know, so look, playing Billy McCarthy at home is a huge thing, and I think you know, uh, looks there'll be a big crowd there, and we but we know that the opposition they are look, they're 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 the ones that have been knocking at the door, and we've beaten them, and you know they're dying to beat us, and we know we have to be very ready because they've been so close to us. You know, this we have to be very you know in, in the best form we can be in, and hopefully we will be in two weeks time. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. This year's Cork Intermediate County Champions, Valley Rovers, travelled to Michael Cusick Park in Clare last Saturday and registered a hard-earned 1-9-0-9 Munster Intermediate quarter-final win over Bourne Gales. I got manager Dennis Kiley and captain Michelle O'Regan's thoughts following Valley's terrific win. Okay, a very big and important win for Valley Rovers in this afternoon's Munster Intermediate quarterfinals in County Clare. Valley Rovers travelled to the Burn and came away with a narrow victory. And we talk now to their captain, Michelle O'Regan. Michelle, congratulations on getting to the semi finals. Thanks very much. Uh, we're delighted. Look, obviously, long trip up to Clare today. Um, delighted to come home with the win and semi final next week. Yes, indeed, a home semi-final as well. It sounds like it's going to be in Brinney, which would be fantastic for you. But today's game was anything but easy. That Bourne team really put it up to you. Yeah, they did. We kind of got a good start. Um, and then in the second quarter, they really settled into the game. Like, we were in level at half-time. Um, and they kind of came out quick off the blocks again. They're a physical team. They're well-coached. They had a good structure. Um, and I suppose a bit of a stroke of luck. Um, and we just believed in ourselves and we got there in the end Yeah you mentioned the stroke of luck of being very very harsh on yourself there it was your goal I think which proved the difference in the end Yeah, yeah. I'd say it was luck to be honest I knew I had advantage um, so I took the shot on I probably wouldn't have otherwise but um, look it paid off I suppose was the difference in the end so I was delighted yeah, because this kind of game really brings... This is at this time of the year, Michelle, when a lot of teams would have finished with the club championships, this kind of a game is a very difficult one to get ready for and, to, get, and to, to be ready for and be up for it. But coming through that would be a huge benefit to you and your players. Yeah, exactly. Like, as you were saying there, even, you know, training during the week, um, like it's dark now, it's nearly five o'clock. Um, so you're looking for trying to get lights and muddy pitches. Um, I suppose the benefit of Brinney is probably one of the driest pitches in the country. Um, so we try and use that to our benefit next weekend um, when we are home same final. Yeah, that's huge for you. The fact that you've come through such a tough test uh, with only a week away and whatever training you managed to get in between now and then, the fact that it's at home, as he's shown in, in, the, in the club championship, has, been, has always been a real benefit to you. Yeah, definitely. We got a great crowd out for the um, the replay for the county semi final and, and the final as well. So we're hoping we can get a crowd up to Brinney again uh, next weekend to cheer us on. It was always great to hear the sport on the sideline for. Um, just one final question. I mean, obviously we're not going to preempt what may or may not happen with the semi final. But the fact that Valley Rovers have come close in Munster before is there a real push and drive within the squad now to do it this year? Yeah, absolutely. Like we got to, we won our quarter final last year. Um, and we were due to play the semi-final, but I suppose COVID kicked in and the whole thing was cancelled. Um, we felt kind of hard done by the kind of COVID took it from us. So this year, we're going to make sure that nothing is, takes it away from us. Um, it's there for us now and we want to win it. And just finally, from your own point of view, delighted with your own personal haul. I think it was 1-4 you got today. You'll be looking for a repeat of that with your teammates the next day. Yeah, definitely. Um, trying to get a bit more from play if I can. Um, but... You know, we're such a good team now, team spirit, everyone's getting on the score sheet, it doesn't matter whether you're the corner forward or the corner back, everyone's contributing, so it's all great to see. 
Well, the very best luck to you in next weekend's semi final um, in Brinny, and well done today on beating the banner. Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Valley Rovers uh, travelled away to Burren Gales on Saturday afternoon in the Munster Intermediate Club quarter final and registered a very, very important and fantastic victory. Won nine to nine points in the end. Manager Dennis Kiley joins me on the line. Dennis, congratulations. That sounds like it was a, a very cl- a close and a tough encounter. No, it was. It was very, very tough. Um, we played a very heavy pitch. We played a, an excellent team. I travelled up to Dunbeg last weekend to see him play and I knew we were playing um, a quality team. They five girls on the senior on the setup in, in Clare. So, you know, we kind of I wouldn't say we quite got out of jail, but we had luck because we we got a far chooses goal in the final quarter, and that was the difference of nine to nine points. So, you know, very lucky to be heading home to the semi final. Yeah, but you'll take you'll take those kind of wins if you get them, and it sounds like you had to earn it big time. Not alone from the heavy pitch, but a very talented opponent as well, as you said. We did, and like we were missing a few players today. Um, our fullback was missing; she was graduating UCC and just wouldn't get up here in time. We were missing a few other players, so you know we were we we used our panel today. And you know when you when you get into Munster, you need a panel. We brought on three girls um, throughout the game, and they were excellent for us. Um, we had one of our stronger players, Lisa Lindrudov, with a bad ankle. So you know we we um, we were delighted to come out of here, and we're, we're we're very proud of the girls what they achieved today. You know. You mentioned that fortuitous goal because um, it was Michelle O'Regan who got it um, and she got yeah. it late in the game. They're the kind of things you need in games like these. They are. You need the rubber of the green and, you know, I I think today was the first day that we really got that. But, you know, we were, were up four in the first quarter. It was a draw at half time. I think they went up one or two. Then in the last quarter, we got the goal. They put us up two, sorry, then, and we got another point and just held out for the revival. So, you know, in a wet, mucky, dirty day, um, look, we'll generally go with some team. And I think we, we just got it today and we're, we're very glad they've got it, you know. Yeah, now, that victory in the Intermediate Championship means you'll have a home fixture against the Limerick champions um, probably next weekend, if not, if not, certainly next weekend, if not the weekend after. But what does... What like from your experience, then, is you've won county championships in Cork, but how important is it for your players to get exposed to this type of, you know, uh, difficult opponents and like uh, the the quality of football that you meet in Munster? How much? How important is it? Oh, it's brilliant because Munster's, Munster's a real adventure. Like, and we 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 didn't have it last year because of COVID. And um, it's on next Saturday in Brinley, as far as I know. And um, the junior quarterfinals is on beforehand. And I hope the Catalan will be in that. Then we are playing at two or half as two against the Limerick senior champions. You know, there's a fine pitch in Brinley. It's great for this time of year. And you know, bring it back there, knowing we'll have a big crowd up there. Like they're the they're the days that you dream of. And um, you know, pitch one in Brinley. That's our home. Um, We've had five big wins there in the last few years that, that all mean something to us. And, you know, it's great to be back home. The crowd comes over Limerick with some hospitality. And um, and hopefully we'll win. But if we don't, it'll be, you know, it'll still be a great achievement to get as far as we've had. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Castlehaven's fantastic season continued with a 4-15 to 1-3 defeat of St. Anne's from Waterford in last weekend's Munster Junior Club quarterfinals at Mallow. Captain Siobhan Courtney, manager Denny Cahillan and selector John McGuckin gave the Big Red Bench their thoughts shortly after the final whistle. Siobhan Courtney, the winning captain of the Castlehaven ladies football team that are true to a Munster semi-final. That sounds very good, but unfortunately you didn't get the test you were hoping for today, a comprehensive win, and the game was really over at halftime. It was, yeah. You know, we, we felt very comfortable out there for most of the game. Um, we got lots of our, on our panel on, you know, give a good run out to everyone, um, which is great because, you know, you need 
lead people um, when big days come. Um, we felt very comfortable, but you know it was probably nice after a tough game last weekend. Um, the bodies needed the recovery time, but uh, you know we're up for it and we're delighted to be in a Munster semi-final. Whatever about the physical hurt, you know, physicality of what you went through against Donnie's and that shootout, the emotional side of it, the mental side of it, you'd be very, very tired. It would take a while to recover from that, but you look very, very sharp today. Yeah, yeah, you know, we recovered well during the week, um, you know, bit of team bonding, you know, get everyone together and, uh, you know, we have our eyes set on the next game now again, you know, we're looking forward to it, um, game, each game one at a time and uh, I suppose we will go out and do our best again. Um, from Castlehaven's point of view, those early goals in the first quarter, he really came out of the traps. That was obviously something he intended to do to hit the ground running as quickly as he could. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're we're playing with confidence now at the moment. You know, we're backing each other. We're we're trying to choose the right option all the time, giving it to the player in the better position. And I suppose you know the goals come then. What's it like playing at this time of the year, Siobhan? Because you just finished the championship, and it was a long championship and an unusual one with COVID. You're finished all of that mentally and physically to get going again for a monster. You obviously want this, but is it difficult? I know the conditions were good today, but it may not always be the case for the rest of the year. No, we're absolutely loving it. We're delighted to still have um, to have games to play. You know, we kind of can't believe that it's only a couple of weeks to Christmas, but it's really gotten us through what is normally quite a hard period of the year. So, um, you know, it's great to have our supporters here and as well, and it keeps everyone going, keeps you ticking over the whole time, and we're we're delighted. We're loving it. It's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic support and a good pitch as well here today, which helped you in Mallow. Yeah, absolutely. The conditions were great. Um, you know, we're used to playing and practicing on a good pitch in Castlehaven, um, so it's nice that we had that again today and just finally a quick turn around to a semi-final next weekend we don't know where that's going to be but it is going to be in Cork irrespective of who you're playing and when it's on is it all about momentum now and just keeping that momentum going during the week it is yeah I suppose we'll have something similar to, to what we did this week you know recover well and um, look forward to the next game you know pick out the bits that we need to improve on but like keep that atmosphere positive within the team and you know we should we should be able to um, compete there anyway yeah Congratulations and all the best next weekend. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jerry. Castle manager Dini Callan uh, threw to a Munster Junior semi final after a very comprehensive 4 15 to 1 3 victory. Congratulations, first, Dini, to you and your team. Obviously, you got the result you wanted, but you kicked 15 wides. I mean, it's knowing you, that's something you're going to wor- want to work on this week. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Um, yeah, I suppose, look. We've been practicing this week, I suppose. We got it. We we had three extra wides last week, and I suppose we are getting it down. But um, look, we went into unknown territory today, and in fairness, what we told the girls before the game was let the shackles off, no pressure. We every game from now on is a bonus, and in fairness, they went out there in the first 15, 20 minutes there, the game was over, you know. But look, it's all down to the girls, uh, the attitude of them, there, and hopefully we'll, we'll we'll try and get the, the scores the next day, and less wides all going well. Yeah, it seems like it's small complaint like, but the mm. fact that you got those like you were 2-9 to no score up at the end of the first water break you absolutely came out of the traps like you said you must have been delighted once first of all with the scores but the, the, the build up to those scores and the, the quick way you were moving the ball I mean it's a fantastic picture I'm allowed to allow you to do that mm. but that's what you want to see oh definitely look as I said we, before the game going back to the county final I suppose there was a lot of pressure on them girls nerves you could see it up there the nerves jittery but uh, t- as I said today we told them to go out express themselves let the ball off let the ball do the work and they did that the first 10-15 minutes I said to game over then you know and from your own point of view you used an awful lot of subs today you got a very big panel and it was great to see them get some Munster Championship experience you may need those players later on as things get a little bit tougher now that's it exactly it's a panel game now it's not about 15 anymore it's about 20-25 even 
30. Like we used every sub there today. In fairness, uh, the, the lads from Waterford they agreed to, to, to that we'd leave all the subs on and give everyone a run. It's once a championship and it's great experience for the young girls. And even there at the end, there's a couple of them got scores, you know, which is great to see. You know. Yeah. But from your point of view, the manager's point of view, if we get down to the nitty gritty of it, you really could have done with a better challenge today. I know you were very good. I know you had a game won it at the first quarter by half time. But going into a semi-final, irrespective of who it's against, any like you know from experience, especially in the Cartoon Ray Championship, the harder the challenge, the better it is for your girls. Oh, definitely. Look, I suppose at the end of the day, you can only play what's in front of you. We would have liked to had a, had a better game today, a better challenge. But look, the girls know that. The girls know what we're facing next weekend. We're facing Tipperary champions, Mullinahone, I think. So, look, we'll be ready for them. We'll work on it during the week. We'll probably do a recovery session now Tuesday night and go at it again Thursday night and be ready for, for the weekend. And just finally, from your own point of view, you say this is bonus territory, for you, and it is after such a long and an exhausting season, like I mentioned to your captain, Siobhan Courtney. Whatever about the physical, getting over the physicality of last, last weekend's win over Donnie's, the mental side of it as well, the tiredness, you know, you're at the end of a championship. You've managed to lift your players for this one. You're going to have to do it again now um, for the next one. But this is it really bonus territory, or is this something you actually think you can win? Well, I suppose I said in the dressing room after the game last weekend, we're out in the Munster Club Championship and again we're not there to make up the numbers we're going to have a good rattle off and we'll represent the county and hopefully and I think look all their, all their heads are right their mindset is right like last Tuesday night we got out the, uh, the ice bats the, we brought a jacuzzi out for them but it all helps uh, with the muscles you know to get the muscles ready, right, ready for the next game so maybe we might do something like that again now Tuesday night and then go at it again Thursday night these girls these girls want to be playing this time of year they don't want to be at home they don't, you know, they want to be out every weekend playing, and which is great to see, you know. And finally, uh, fantastic to see such support here. I know you've got great support always since you, since you started on this road, Junior D, yeah. C, B, and A champions. But to see everyone here today, Mala was a lovely, lovely thing for the players. Yeah, in fairness, Castlehaven B, no matter what grade they're playing, you're always going to get a support. They come, they go to the men's ladies. In fairness, they're great supporters, and they'll travel anywhere for us. So look, it's great to have them there, and we we, we do appreciate, and you know, it's brilliant to see. Okay, John McGuckin, selector with Castlehaven. Um, a very comprehensive victory today over the Waterford champion St. Anne's. If very well played by your team, but would you prefer the tougher test heading into the semi-finals? Um, I suppose for us, look, we, we, we had a very, very tough test in the in the county final. Um, you know, as tough as we're going to get, uh, we were glad of, of, you know, a week's recovery after that. Um, it may have been comp- comprehensive in the scoreboard, you know, but we played the game that we'd wanted to play and we didn't get playing in the final. Um, you know, so it was the football we know we, we can play. So, you know, we were delighted to see the girls play in the way they can play. Yeah, that start, 2-9 to no score. I mean, that's a blistering start. And I was just saying to, to Dini Callan, the manager, and Siobhan Courtney, your captain, it's one thing to get that score, but the way you got it, you must have been delighted with the way the girls started. Yeah, look, I think that's the important thing because, uh, you know, we try and try and get the girls focused on doing the right thing with the ball, and that's what they were doing. You know, it was as simple as that. The, the, the girl in the best position was getting the ball, and, and the result of that was the scores. Um, from your own point of view as well, a lot of subs brought on today. A lot of subs, but good to see it too. Experience at this level, you, you can't buy it. No, absolutely not. You know, and we're delighted to be able to to get girls onto that field because you know, as everybody knows, unless you're you're a more or some of these teams that are used to getting to this stage, uh, you know, it's it's bonus territory for a lot of teams when they when they get here. So it's a massive experience for girls, you know, and, and you like everybody to be to be a part of that and to get them out onto the field was great for us. 
Um, midweek last week was very important for you. Can we know from the emotional and the physicality of the, the Donnies final, getting ready for a game like this, irrespective of who you're playing, but you got your preparations right. Again, you'll be looking to do that now ahead of the semi-final. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think, you know, the one thing that we were drilling into the girls, um, you know, regardless of today's scoreline, when you come out of your county, you know, you're going to be up against tougher games and the deeper that you go into a competition, it's going to be tougher and tougher again. So look, I think m- the majority of teams at this stage have, have their physical work done, they're topping up you know, and a bit of fitness and, and ball skills and that. It's mental um, from here on and to get yourself right and, you know, to, to realise that that intensity is going to be upped every single week. And again, you're an intermediate club next year. Any experience you get now against anybody outside of your outside of the county irrespective of how good or bad they are is going to, is going to stand to you I know it's a long way off but it does stand to players Oh yeah absolutely look and I suppose that was the aim at the start of the year um, as I say everything else after that's bonus territory we, we know we're in the intermediate next year um, and this gives us a good feel for how that's going to be because you're dealing with the best of the best from other counties and you know going from junior A up to, to intermediate is going to be a big step up for us but we're looking forward to it Very good well look everybody in Big Red Bench says congratulations look forward to the semi-final next weekend Thanks very much sir. Cheers the Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Cork City Women FC's under 17 manager Sarah Healy has stepped down after a successful spell in charge of the club's rising stars Healy is taking a well-earned break and spoke to the Big Red Bench about her positive experiences at Cork City and her future plans Now on the Big Red Bench we're joined by former Cork City Women's under 17 head coach Sarah Healy who has stepped down from a role after a very successful time with the club Sarah you're very welcome to the Big Red Bench um, I suppose I'd say congratulations you've obviously taken the decision to step down <laughs> but it's been a, a fruitful partnership for you and Cork City from the time you were there Yeah I, I mean I've been there for six years in total with the academy manager assistant manager the first year of the 17s and um, three seasons then as, as manager for the past three seasons yeah um, you leave you leave the club and you leave the under-17s in, in very good health. Uh, league champions last year and cup runners-up, unfortunately, last week to P-Mount United. But a very talented group of, of footballers that you've had the privilege of working with. Yeah, the the talent in the squad, especially this season, um, has been phenomenal. There's been more internationals, underage internationals on the 17s this season alone. Um, and I think that's only going to develop and grow with the standard of football in Cork and in Munster. Um, you would have seen quite a lot of players in the six years that you've been at City and as you say you can see the fruits of, of all that coaching work both yourself and all the other coaches right now it looks like there's quite a bright future ahead so why the decision to step away? Um, I suppose this is a, a personal decision for myself to just take a step away and refresh um, recharge the batteries um, take the time to reflect on my years of coaching and being a manager obviously there was a lot of things that i done really well but there's obviously things that I need to look on and improve on and come back in the future as a better version of myself to give that back to the players and back to the, the club again. Yeah, like, I mean, we've I've interviewed you enough times to know, Sarah, you won't be away from football for too long at all, I, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. And I'm pretty sure I'll be around watching matches grassroots level again in Cork and school girls and uh, school boys, I'll be out. And you can't keep me away from, from the game at all. It's a game I love. But uh, as for now, I'll just try and educate myself, have a look, have a look around at the players, the talent, and get to know everything that's going on for a while, and then maybe come back in as a into Cork City again in the future. 
Well, that's great to hear. Um, you mentioned there the fact that your coaching experience and the education that you've gotten over the years, obviously was fantastic hands-on from Cork City, but you know, your coaching badges and your qualifications from the FAI. Am I right in saying um, recently, maybe in the last year or two, there's been an increase in the number of female coaches taking up their badges and trying to go further with, with the FAI uh, courses? Yeah, I think um, obviously you've seen there's there's definitely a big push towards getting females involved in the game and involved in coaching and the FAI are doing a lot more to help support them and get them involved. Um, and I know like from my years of coaching players that past players that are now haven't made senior interna- or senior national league level are involved in the game at their grassroots club, either coaching or still playing and that they would be interested in coaching in the future as well. That's a good thing, Sarah, because it, it's positive vibes at the moment, to put it mildly, from international football, from Vera Paz senior team right the way down. There's been nothing but good results of late at international level. There's no reason there should be more and more female coaches coming in on stream over the next couple of years. No, I, I, I think there's definitely a, a, a forward momentum moving towards getting more females involved in the game, playing, coaching, all, all levels. Um, and I think we need to really keep going with this momentum and keep pushing. Um, there's quite a lot of work involved in becoming a coach, but it's something you'd heartily recommend. And what would you say to somebody who's thinking of taking up an FAI coach for the first time? Uh, I would definitely say go and try it and go open-mindedly and ex- just take all take experience in and enjoy it. Um, there's quite a lot of day-to-day work, but what grounding do those courses give you? Um, like the, the basics of what you need to understand about coaching players and about learning the game from the basic level um, and that you need that that's the grounding really that you need to, to begin with and then you your experience and further courses develop you from there yeah because a lot of the time male or female whoever they whoever it is trying to become a coach for the first time Sarah and correct me if I'm wrong a lot of it is down to confidence people don't think they see coaches decked out they see them organising teams and changing the shape and they think to themselves they probably they, they can never do that but they don't realise that like the, the courses that the FAI have now the pathway for coaches just like players is as good as it's ever been and there's every opportunity there if you want to go down that path yeah I would say definitely and I know they might look at the coaches all decked out in their Cork City gear or, or any other club gear that they're wearing. But uh, I started in Middleton, my local club, and I didn't have gear at the time or any of that. You know, you just go out there and you do your first course and you work with the young team and you work your way up from there. And it's just taking that first step into the game and I would definitely recommend it. Um, your time at Cork City was a very successful one. What about this group of players that you're letting behind now in terms of the under-17s and, and those players? How many of those players should we be looking out for in the next couple of years and how successful do you think they'll be? Uh, they, they're definitely a special group of players and it is getting to leave this group of players, to be honest, because they, they have immense talent. Um, they were a squad of 1-19 to 19 the whole season. Um, obviously, we had incoming players came in halfway through the season, but it was like they were there the whole time. Um, there's an amazing bunch of talent and hard work and just passion for the, the club and the game themselves. And they're a really good bunch. I think we should keep our eyes open for them in the Senior Women's National League in the future. Yes, because this is the thing people need to realise. When you come into the club at a young age at Cork City, male or female, the idea here is to find that path and get to the senior team um, and you get the quality coaching that you've given out, but also the other quality coaches that are Cork City. They're doing a fantastic job over the last couple of years. Oh, they're doing a super job. And anyone that's been there in my time, um, I've learned amazing experience off them. And 
amazing knowledge of the game that they've brought and uh, all the coaches that are still currently there as well they're going to do a great job again next season and I wish them all the best Indeed, that's a very good way to end it. And Sarah, look, we won't say goodbye. It's more like see you later, I think, uh, the way you're talking there, that we will see you and talk to you again here on the Big Red Bench, hopefully back in the Cork City coaching capacity. But in your time off and uh, your recharging over Christmas, have a lovely Christmas. And it's been great talking to you, not just now, but uh, down through the years. We've been watching you as a coach come up through the ranks. And I know we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's it for another Big Red Bench Women in Sport podcast. Remember to subscribe to the Big Red Bench on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also listen online at redextra.ie. Don't forget to tune in to The Big Red Bench with Rory O'Hagan, Colm O'Sullivan and Valerie Wheeler between 6 and 7pm on the radio every Saturday and Sunday. Follow The Big Red Bench across all our social media channels as well as visiting our official website redfm.ie. The Big Red Bench, Saturday and Sunday from 6pm, Cork's Red FM.